Hi, this is Pastor Greg, host of the Chosen Generation radio show. In July of 2017, I was in a catastrophic car accident, and I broke my neck, the base of my skull, my back, my ribs, and both legs. As you might imagine, getting a good night's sleep has been a real challenge. Well, then at CPAC in 2019, I met Mike Lindell of My Pillow. Mike wanted to help me to get a good night's rest and introduced me to his pillows, his mattress topper, and his Giza cotton sheets. I can tell you they really work. And Mike has authorized me to offer you a special discount on My Pillow products. Call 800-662-9236. That's 800-662-9236. One more time, 800-662-9236. Use the promo code PASTORGREG. That's PASTORGREG. Or you can use it at the MyPillow website. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome. It is May 23rd, 2020. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. Remember, this is the Radio Law Talk, the most exciting, entertaining, and I always say sometimes informative, COVID-19-free, social distancing, non-mask radio show on Earth. Will you let that set in for a little bit, Cal? Just let it set in. Just let it ride, Cal. Don't, well, I, no, I, 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 don't I, say anything. I, I have let a, it ride. I have a song for you that would be appropriate. We can talk about later. Let, let it ride. ride. What you is, should have said non-commando. I have that's rude. Oh, a call back to last week. <laughs> oh, What's your song you want, Cal? Uh, well, rock and roll, rock and uh, rock and pneumonia it. and the boogie woogie flu. Eight five five Law Radio. <laughs> Join Todd Cunin, myself, Denise Dirks, and our three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never, never a winner, winner. Yeah, never. producer Cal yeah. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us behind the glass. You know we could hear him, and but we can see through the the glass. What? Yes, you know what you guys are missing that's on radio that's not on radio is the dancing that our producer does in his chair. You pay extra for that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm not talking TikTok good dancing. In fact, that's a good TikTok right there. Look at that. Cal. Come on, man. I'm taught. That's a good TikTok. <laughs> I, love, I love it. Okay. All yeah, right, we'll let's to... get off that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. You're too slow, Todd, to answer. Too bad. Food goes in here. Uh, <laughs> seek counsel. Don't use us in a court of law, except uh, you can use us around the dinner table usually. Or Denise said she's going to actually do her first official party today at her house. Uh, they're going to be social distancing. Uh, one person will be at the pool while another one's not. By the way, my understanding is pools are the safest place to be uh, for COVID-19. So maybe you should all get in the pool. Um, and uh, one will be at the bar while one's at the pool. One's pulling weeds in the garden <laughs> while another one's in the bathroom. And you guys stay six feet apart. Is that yes, what you're going to do? Exactly. Are you wearing masks? You know what? Uh, that's going to be discretionary. Optional. That's going to yeah. be discretionary yeah. if they it's want like pants to. Pants is discretionary. Because pool's right? the safest place. <laughs> Apparently, Costco and Home Depot are the safest place, but church is not. So yeah, I'm just there saying. you go. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, look, everything doesn't make sense. Miniature golf. They're saying you can't do miniature golf, yet you can sit in a restaurant and eat 
enclosed mm. restaurant, which mm. is great. With I'm okay with that. But you can't have signature golf six feet apart from people until they start. What the heck? The clown. It's I mean, the what, clown. What, what, a, what a freaking what? Maintain what? distance from the clown. Is this or, control you know, yeah. or what? Of course you know, it is. It's yeah. about, oh, my God. But it seems like. And we're politically neutral here. It's But come on, guys. Open up. I'm tired of this. It's like. Uh, yeah, usually this is the weekend that's really a big weekend for. Memorial. Yeah, for a lot of different activities. Right. What about the the the, the miniature golf courses, the entertainment places, the, the water slides? The water, well, the water slides. I even get that. Don't open that yet. But but miniature golf, really? They're holding miniature golf people up right now. Well, miniature golf was one of those gateway activities. Yeah. It starts out with a putter, and the next thing you know, you guys are playing. Hey, spit in my mouth, and that just goes downhill from there. Yeah. And then you've got your real driver out, and all yeah. heck breaks loose. Yeah. Oh. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, the days where we're going to talk about Lori Laughlin today, NFL player lawsuit, baseball rule. There's a thing called baseball rule that we understand uh, that started back in the early 1900s, around 1913. Uh, and how that applies to COVID-19 now. There's going to be a lot of interesting legal issues. And I didn't tell you guys this, but I've circled it. We're going to look up SB 3939 in California. I know we're nationwide. We have uh, affiliates throughout the United States. But in, in any state, some weird laws that, are, that might be passed. SB 939 is a weird one. We're going to look at that law just briefly. Uh, uh, Mary Kate Olson, Denise, is going to talk about the divorce there. This is an odd, weird divorce. Uh, the Fry Festival is back up. You know, all I got is just about the Olson thing yes. and Lori Laughlin. I mean, what it, this? they ought to remake the show and say, uh, what was the name of the show that she was? Full House? Yeah. It should be called oh, Full yeah. Court House because Laughlin <laughs> and the Olsons were all in the same one. I mean, everybody's getting sued and doing legal stuff or from that fool, show. Weird. Fool House, perhaps. What's that? Fool House. Fool probably. House. Yes, could be. <laughs> yeah, Lori Laughlin one's kind of an interesting one. I, I know. And we have a little bit of a take. Look, the reason you listen to Radio Law Talk is you're hearing this on the news. It's nothing new, but what... What we're going to talk about is is a little bit. We're going to delve into the legal things and some behind the scenes that we think might be going on. And some, I, I tell you, I have a thing. I think I know what the prosecutors and why they've why they've settled out. By the way, it's settled out. We're going to talk about the settlement. It's all why. about risk. Risk. It's all and risk and fa- reputation. And, and reputation, Denise. Yes. Is a, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, reputation on both sides. Yep. And we're going to discuss that uh, when we. Uh, a role after our famous, most interesting thing we always do, which is case or no case. Cal, roll your case now or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. All right. I'm, obviously, I'm sitting on the trigger there. Here's the here's the key question behind this double point. What? Case or no case. Four points possible here oh. today on this one. Okay. Is a person who sends a distracting text just as responsible for a resulting car accident. That's the underlying legal theory. Oh. David and Linda Kubert were writing here on the, and we at Radio Law Talk, by the way, encourage you to drive safely. Don't <coughs> speed. Don't pick up your phone, for goodness sake. The text can wait. But now I take you to Morris County, New Jersey, late in the afternoon, September 21st, 2009, where Davis Kubert and his bride, both age 56, were on a motorcycle. They rounded a curve. David saw a truck headed directly toward them. He couldn't swerve in time. They collided. When David regained consciousness, he realized he was lying on the ground. His left leg was completely and permanently severed in the crash. The bones in Linda's left leg were so shattered, doctors had to cut her leg off that very evening. 
eight minutes before the collision, then 18-year-old Kyle Best clocked out of the job teaching swimming at the YMCA, got behind the pool of his daddy's car, sent a few texts in the parking lot, was going to mommy's house, and then got a text from someone while driving. While looking at the text, he veered over the center line and smacked into the Harley. In June 2010, the Cuberts sought counsel in the matter, wondering if Best had not been driving in a negligent and careless manner and if the texter might be complicit. And so I ask you, case or no case, Fred, this is right up your alley. Yeah. What say you? Well, I used to go last, don't you think? Because they're going to steal it from me. Well, exactly. They should be so lucky. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> Duty breach. Should I just cut right to the chase? I'll, I'll cut right to it. Is it foreseeable, number one, that the person texting is going to cause an accident? And the first thing is, did the texture know that the person was driving at the time they texted them? You did not tell me that fact, which I don't want to know, but it depends upon that. That could be an issue. The second thing is, was it foreseeable? Okay, let's say the guy was driving, and he's driving in the parking lot backing out of uh, Safeway, you know, is that going to be, is it foreseeable that uh, someone's going to be seriously injured? Mm, I'm going to say no, but I might say yes, because I might get this case pretty soon like this. I better, I better jump on both sides. <laughs> Brett, in, in uh, Radio Law Talk, uh, the 23rd of May, 2020, your argument was as follows, and now you're arguing the opposite. Yes, sir. Uh, Your Honor, I argue whatever side is on my side. That's the argument I make. (laughs) What I do. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to say it's not foreseeable. Uh, The guy didn't even... I'm going to say the guy didn't know that he was texting an individual while he's driving. And and then it's just like one quick text. Now, if they're texting nonstop, I'm on the freeway, we're driving, I'm driving to Nevada, and oh my gosh, I'm swerving. Oh, let's keep talking. Texting, texting. That's a different thing. What's the difference between that, Cal, and having a Big Mac and uh, that distracting? Should McDonald's be sued because the Big Mac distracted the person while they were driving? Is it foreseeable that the Big Mac would dis- would uh, distract? Them? I don't know. Is it foreseeable that I got that uh, texting someone while they're driving? I don't know. Depends on who's paying so, you, right? <laughs> yeah, depends what side I'm on. But the answer is, I'm saying it's a case, and it's not foreseeable they lose. We'll be back after this with more. Case or no case. Stay tuned. We'll conclude this case or no case and do a lot more on Radio Law Talk right after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800 814 5108. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Boys are weird. This is Radio Law Talk. All right, after doing our uh, TikTok break uh, filming, we are at Radio <laughs> Law Talk doing a case or no, no case about... Someone texting an individual that hits a motorcycle is the texting individual 
liable for just quote possibly distracting this individual in order to uh, get some more money out of other people. And don't forget, the question is, did he was he distracted because of that? That's the other thing. But I said, case he loses because it's not foreseeable by the texter, and the texter didn't know exactly what he was doing or that it was foreseeable that this would happen. Mr. Kunin, what say you? Just make sure I understand this. Sure. Uh, car hits somebody on a motorcycle. Car, oh. car drifts over the center line while distracted looking at a text. Okay, yeah, smacks into the bike. Right? I, I'm just trying to identify the players. Okay. And so the motorcycle rider initially wants to sue the driver of the car for drifting over and hitting him. And then, per your hypothetical, maybe is looking at suing the person who sent the text that distracted the driver that hit the motorcycle, I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I guess she'll die. Exactly correct. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree with Fred. I'm going to say that this is a case, okay? And because, as we know in the law, there is no way that you can really prevent a lawsuit from occurring. You just prevent or take measures to see to ensure who's going to win. But you don't lose, right? <laughs> and I just don't think that the driver of the motorcycle is going to be able to recover against the person that sent the text for the same reasons that Fred had said. Okay. Uh, just really, what was the picture that was sent? Do we know? No, it wasn't a picture. It's it was a text. Or a text. The, the guy in the in, in the pickup truck was leaving work in the parking lot. He sends a few texts off in a flurry, starts driving home, gets another one, reads it, goes over the center line, pow, two people lose a leg. Well, Todd was just thinking yeah. something well, more just, exciting. Yeah, I was just seeing, you know. Hoping. What was it that. It was, was a picture in... of an Australian blooming onion. Oh, oh well, well, there's an there's, there's <laughs> oddly can, specific reference. <laughs> okay, Denise, what say you? I just made that up. Go ahead. Well,. I, I actually think you made this up, too. I think this isn't a case. I think that it's a really good scenario and designed for, to kind of invoke our feelings about it. And the guys think that the texter would not be liable. And I actually feel like the texter does not have that feeling that somebody's going to disobey the law and, and pick up a text while they're driving. So I don't think there's any causal connection at all, not even a duty. Talk, yeah. I just have one question. Sure, go Do we know what the text said that was sent? We do not. We do not. We do you know not what's interesting, the... though, I want to comment, too, is everything we're talking about is logical. That's what scares me. Right. <laughs> because <And> so <laughs> he never brings something up that's straight-up logical. So I believe, I mean, sti- we've got to stick with what we're doing, but I just think this is just something. Because the, going the on. only thing that would have changed my answer mm-hmm. is if the text back to him was something like, Dude, you shouldn't be texting and driving. What the heck? And then it would be like, well, wait a minute. You knew you were sending a text to somebody who was driving, but we don't know what the text said. Yeah, so I'm sticking with my answer. We don't know this. So okay. let me, if I may, let's go back to some basic stuff. How many of you say this was a case? That was Fred and Todd. Well, congratulations oh, to you. Okay. We got you. But wait. Now, okay. the rest of the story. We've got four minutes or so left yes. in this break. I Attorneys love the rest settled of the, the first lawsuit two years later. Okay. Best, the pickup truck's driver, paid the couple $500,000. Probably their and, policy. Right, and Best pleaded guilty to distracted driving, but his license was never suspended, and he paid 775 in fines. At the same time, the Kubert's attorney, Skippy Weinstein, was building a case against 17-year-old Shannon Colonna, Bess's girlfriend, who had been texting at the time. In the first-of-its-kind lawsuit, 
Weinstein claimed that Colonna was also liable for the crash because she was aiding and abetting by being electronically oh. present in the truck. Uh, why wouldn't the person he was texting with, who knew that he was driving at the time, be as responsible as she is, Weinstein Did she asked. Kn- well, she knew that he was, she was well, texting that's what he said. Okay. Colonna's attorney, Joseph McGlone, maintained that Colonna did not know. Ha! At any rate, should Shannon... Fred was right on target. Yeah, should Shannon Colonna be held? Well, the answer is... No. That's the bonus question in case or no case. And then when it was all said and done, it turns out that the decision by the appeals court changed the law. Texting while someone you know is driving is now a crime. What? In New Jersey, yes. Ten, Te- texting Jersey. somebody when you know they're driving. When you know is they're a... driving is now a crime in New Jersey. The law was changed okay. by the... But not but civil not, liability. But wait a minute. Not for this lawsuit. But but not... Yeah, so yeah. I I was right during you, the time period. You get two points. Todd gets two points. Yes. Denise gets done. And yes. that, ladies and gentlemen, is your... <laughs> case or no case. Okay, you know what's going to be an argument on that? Ready uh, for this, Cal? What? I'm going to lay this out to our listeners. Yeah. The argument is, typical lawyers, what is knowledge? Define knowledge. Because, okay, did they have knowledge that they were driving? Okay, I'm texting him. uh, Well, you didn't know for sure he was driving, but you knew he said, well, I'm going to take off in a few seconds. On my way home. Yeah, yeah, and and you were texting him for the next 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. He never told you you were driving, but he said, you know what? I'm going to head home in about 5, 10 minutes, and you're texting him for 20. Does that mean you're liable? Well, define knowledge. Oh, well, I didn't have knowledge at the time. He, I was texting. See, it's just going to open. It would be hard to prove. Lawyers are going to make well, this really the, awesome. And in the criminal realm, the mm. language that they often use is know or reasonably should have known. Right, and so it's like, oh, you're, then, then they try to prove that contextually. See, that but that's going to, oh, man, that's a yeah, slippery, oh. slippery slope, ladies and gentlemen. If you understand what the word slippery slope, you argue one thing and it's just going to drag out to something else. Again, if I'm on that side as the plaintiff, I think it's okay. But if I'm on the defense side, it's not. So it just depends what side I'm on. Again, I'm for both sides. Sure. Next hour, by the way, I'm going to take you to New Orleans for case or no case. New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I just talked to a New Orleans lawyer this week. So uh, I'm actually giving my first uh, uh, Zoom seminar uh, on Thursday that I'm going to be presenting. And it's it's bizarre, you know, because New Orleans was one of the lawyers that was going to be one of the presenters. But this is bizarre. I'm really not excited. It's supposed to be, there could be up to a th- couple thousand listener, people watching this, and I'm going to sit there in my office and talk. I, it, this is just going to be weird for me. It's not as fun uh, as doing it in front no, of a crowd, No, I like is doing it? it in front of people. You can see them yeah. see them sleeping. So. See if they laugh at you. All throat. right, we'll be back. We're going to talk more about Lori Laughlin when we come back. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk ahead right here on the station to which you're listening and, of course, streaming live on radiolawtalk.com. So stay right there. We will continue in just a moment. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Hi, my name you pay my fee i'll take your cake are, are you, you serious? serious you're listening to radio law talk and now back to the show radio law talk and radiolawtalk.com all right we've been talking about the emission scandal forever and I, I i almost wonder if people are like oh please not again but there's some very significant uh, things that occurred this past month and motions that were filed uh, this month and last month, well, last month, uh, that were very germane to what's going on in this case. Okay, so those of you who don't know, but I'm going to very briefly, it's the it's the scandal, admission scandal, where um, <coughs> the government's trying to claim that these wealthy families are basically paying to play. It's one of those they pay to get their kids into school by. Uh, okay, the kids become, uh, they're a part of the rowing team, and they pay money to this guy by the name of Singer, who was uh, basically bribing individuals at certain schools, USC was one of them, uh, to get these kids in. Well, the Laughlins and a number of other people, about half of them have already pled guilty and gotten some, some time and pay fines. The Laughlins' argument the whole time is, we didn't know that he was scamming or using this to bribe people. We thought it was just a donation to the uh, college, you know, the arts college or this call, part of the college or whatever, which, by the way, those of you who are yelling, oh, that, that, they're that happens all the time. That is not illegal. That is not unusual for people to donate to their college for certain 
you know, things like the colleges are named. Like, for I say libraries. Yeah, for... libraries, engineering yeah. colleges are named after people that write fat checks. And to tell you the truth, that helps everybody, rich, poor, everything. Because now University of Utah, for example, has got an engineering, brand new engineering building. And the individual that donated the money I have met before, wonderful people, and, and it, it is, brings a lot of great things to University of Utah, this, this facility. So, but there were a lot of backwards things going on with Mr. Singer, and the issue was, did Lori Laughlin and her husband, Denise, know about that? And their argument was, no. no. Their and argument why? was that they they gave the money to a charity, and, and Singer had a charity, and it was a set up validly, maybe not have been valid charity, but right. it was set up validly. And they believed that they were giving the money to a charity, and that charity then would donate to advance um, different causes on uh, the campus and to USC. And that's how they they thought they were getting their daughters That's in. their and, argument. Yeah, and I think it's good. what you're going to say is really important, Todd. Because if, if I could, okay, yeah, great. All right. So, yeah, it's that was their defense. They thought they were giving to a charity. But the government had some information, had some evidence that they would present that would tend to indicate that the Laughlins knew that this was not above board. This was the evidence. See, the idea here was money would be paid to a charity and then the kids would be admitted, the Laughlin children would be admitted on some sort of sports scholarship. In their case, it was uh, as a, not a scholarship, but being admitted right. as part of the rowing team. A walk-on. A walk-on. Members. Well, so, the which, by team. the way, a lot of, go ahead, Which go happens. Ahead. So, so, so here's, here's. Here's the way it's portrayed in the news, okay? And this is what the government had put out because there was some information leaked that that these kids, the Laughlin kids, got in because they said they were going to be on the rowing team as recruits and the kids had never rowed before in their life. And what's more is that along with the donation that went to the school, the Laughlins had both of their daughters take pictures of them on a rowing machine, even though they had never rowed before. So so the, the general feeling is, oh, it's fraudulent because those kids never rowed. They didn't do anything. They just took the picture, and that's why they're getting in. And, and some poor, underprivileged kid who was on a rowing team in high school, those things don't necessarily always go together, <laughs> is denied I, yeah. an opportunity to get into USC. I don't, I don't think Detroit has uh, yes. the, 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 sub, the uh, what do you want to call it? inner city of Detroit yes. has a rowing team right now. He, he, and, and here is the problem that I saw with the government's argument in that regard. First... The admission for being on the rowing team, the admission under that guideline, as Denise pointed out, was only a commitment that they may try to walk on at some time. Let's face it, rowing is not like baseball, football, soccer, soccer yeah. anything else where they have established programs in high schools across the country. In fact, one of the key athletes on the rowing team right now at USC is a woman who is there on a volleyball scholarship and the rowing coach said, wow, you got a pretty good body for rowing, you're strong, and so they had her walk on. In fact, in 2017, 
USC put on their website and sent out an open recruitment right. for rowing. And it said by the coach in the recruitment, you might find this enjoyable and no prior experience is necessary. Why? Because the average kid doesn't have access to a rowing team in their locale. But did it say simply make a donation to the USC rowing program and you've got a shot? No, but no. the <laughs> argument on Laughlin's no. side is she did. Okay. they didn't know that, and they just made a donation to the yeah. school no different than anybody else's. Now, I'm gonna, sure. I, I don't want to go off that topic, what you're saying right there. I know a gal that swam in high school with my daughter, okay? Phenomenal swimmer, superstar swimmer, and walked on to Stanford's rowing team for that same thing. You know, okay, I want to get into Stanford. They needed a rowing person. She had zero experience rowing, and by the way, turned out to be a phenomenal. Well, now, that is a little different than Laughlin's. I'm going to say she was a very athletic girl, and swimmers are very athletic, upper body and, and, and legs, which is what, what rowing is. But the point is... There, she had no experience. She right. just walked on and got into Stanford because. Of, and I, I was yep. a little disappointed that that Lori pled guilty to conspiracy to commit fraud, just because I wanted to see if this defense that she had would hold up. Well, lay the defense out. We don't even told them what the defense was. So, so, so the defense was, as Denise has said, I didn't. I, I thought this was a charity. One, two. I, I mean, I. I never saw, I don't want to pat, break my arm patting myself on the back, but I've never seen anybody report the open letter from USC seeking recruits. I went and found that on their website. I just decided to do some research, and it's still there. You should have been the lawyer on this I, case. I should have been the lawyer on this case because it was it was there. It was open. But um, so, so so the defense is, I, I didn't know it was, a, I thought it was a charity. I didn't know this was fraudulent. Uh, and the proof is? The proof is that they hey, had. let me tell you. They had. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we're trying well, to the, you know what it was. The, the proof is that they had, they said they were set up by the FBI. Who's they? The, Singer Sing, was. Well, no, no. Lori Laughlin yeah. and her husband were set up by the FBI because they had Singer in their, in their custody. He was cooperating with them. And they had him call them and say things to them after the fact that wasn't what he said when they first gave the money. And they have notes that they did not disclose to the defense and Lori Laughlin's side. Now, the argument is, this is a side note, argument is it's attorney-client privilege issue. We'll talk about that. But they had notes where Singer himself is writing down, they're bullying, basically they're bullying me to say that Lori Laughlin knew about it. And he's, or they're bullying me to say that you knew that I was bribing people. And that's what you did. Instead of saying, your money's going to a charity. And, and to explain the attorney-client privilege, these were notes that Singer made of his conversations with the FBI. It's saying, you know, you guys are bullying me to get them to say what they're saying. And then he provided it to his own attorney. And so because right. it was from him to his attorney, the FBI came in and tried to claim, oh, that's attorney-client privilege. Well, and F they tried to use the privilege to shield the disclosure. And the FBI doesn't have standing <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So, so this is what we're getting at. <laughs> so why the settlement all of a sudden? I think there is, this is the behind the scenes, the radio law talk. They wanted to save face. The FBI and the government did too. Not just Lori Laughlin and her, and her husband, but so did 
the FBI. And we're going to oh, talk. I, to... I think they had holes that got to get it punched out. Yeah. And, and people love Lori Laughlin. And, and, you know, you got a jury here who's going to be swayed a lot by somebody that they re- recognize and, so, and love. And, and, you know, we're going to head into a break here in a little bit. So, but just think about this. Think about this question. All right. Let's say I ask you to walk along the side of a curb and it's only two, three, uh, yeah, five inches wide, right? And if you fall off, you land on the road, it's a six-inch drop. Now let's say I'm asking you to walk the same plank, same width, but it's a 1,000 feet in the air, okay? Think about that. That had a play in settling. And we're going to talk about that and some other defendants and what's going on with them not wanting to go to jail because of COVID-19. We're going to be back and talk a little bit more in this next segment about this college scandal. We'll be back. We hope you like listening to Radio Law Talk as much as we like bringing it to you. And there's more coming up right after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So we're talking about the college scandal. There's a couple interesting things that we've talked about during the break. The first thing is, is uh, they what, what they've pled to is uh, Lori Laughlin's going to get two months, and her husband would get, what is it, four months? Five. Five, five months. Five months in prison, and uh, you know there's uh, fines. I think he's 250 and she's 150, mm-hmm. and then uh, community 100 hours for Lori Laughlin community service. But here's the question: They're letting people out of prison right now for crimes that are much worse than what they're claiming. That, but you know, as in as in when I'm talking about. Uh, violent type crimes. Harm to other humans. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Let, let, I mean, to just think about this here. Think about the cases that the Justice Department uh, focused on intently. And I'm thinking of a one Michael Cohen who ended up going to prison as a result of things that came to light during the Mueller investigation, right? He's doing home confinement. And, and that case was national, prominent, very serious, uh, election, all this kind of stuff. And even though the reason he went was a was a tangential issue to the Mueller investigation and it was prosecuted locally, if that guy is out, if that guy is serving the rest of his time, and he had years to serve, if he's serving the rest of his time in home confinement, I just don't see any, either of these two, uh, Laughlin or her husband, actually doing in-custody time, given the release that everybody else is getting. But this but, judge has been pretty strict. Yeah, this judge has been strict, and there, there is no guarantee that she's going to get tw- uh, two months and her husband's going to get five months. It's still discretionary for the judge. He does not have to follow but then the they guidelines have... that they're pleading, pleading to. But he, if he doesn't, they can withdraw their plea and they take can. it to court. They can they withdraw can. their plea. However, as we have seen with this case... In every instance, in every instance, the judge sentenced people to less than what the government was asking for. 
Yeah, but they had never asked for this less before. Well, I think the, the no, less they, they one... had. They, yeah. Well, the the fact is they're asking for less the entire time, and and we're talking yeah. about a case. Now let's let's remember this: the judges. It's not like the judge is sitting behind some, you know, firewall and has no idea what is going on. Let's consider the motions that this judge has ruled on so far. Right. The judge has ruled on a change of venue motion, and we don't know if it was a close call or not. It might have been, but the judge is looking at that going, well, yeah, it is a little hinky that it might be here, but you know, I'll, I'll leave it here if the judge ruled on that. There's the discovery issue, right, which arguably... His ruling may be subject to appeal moving forward if well, it went to if if it went to a trial. Explain yes. that. That was so, what the so the the discovery issue was, and we talked about in the last right. segment was the evidence of these notes by Singer, who was at the time the Laughlins were making most of their communication with him, an FBI informant, where Singer is saying that the FBI is trying to coerce him into saying that the Laughlin said things that they didn't really say. Basically lie. Exactly. And so that is all. There's a case called Brady versus Maryland. You'll hear it a lot if you watch the news where they talk about Brady material. And what it is is a U.S. Supreme Court case that says that the prosecution has an obligation to turn over in discovery to provide to the defense any evidence that is exculpatory, meaning would tend to show that the person is not guilty of the offense or could reasonably lead to the discovery of exculpatory evidence. And if you have the government's prime witness, which is this informant, saying, I feel like I'm being coerced by the FBI... That has Brady written all over it. Oh, it's not even I feel. He was he was, he was basically saying, saying they are it. telling me yeah. to say to that these were bribes and not donations. Whereas that's not he, true. He yeah, said, yeah, he says I, I didn't use that language, and they're like use that language. Now the now the argument here for the government is yes, it does have to be turned over, and we were set for trial in October of 2020. We turned the stuff over in January, February. It's, it's I think late, it was December, late December. December of yeah. 2019, 10 months before the trial. Where's the late discovery? Yeah. Where is it not being turned over? But then the art, it just goes back and And the forth, government also but, argues it wasn't, there's attorney-client privilege. They're trying to claim, even though they, they don't have standing on that because that's not their attorney-client Privilege. They can't argue that. No, not and the they, singer. they got the yeah. the privileged information, what they alleged privilege information, by doing their own discovery, and then they got it from the attorneys, and then of course Singer said this is my writings to my attorneys, so he could have asserted the privilege. And and, and here's but he the didn't. and here's the reason why he, he didn't assert it, but he didn't really object to the government asserting it, and I think this is the reason why. Singer has an agreement to cooperate with the government. I'm pretty certain that the government was not aware at the time Singer's making notes feeling, I feel like I'm being coerced here. And I think Singer's biggest fear is, would have been, if those notes to my attorney get discovered to the other side, and if the government finds out about it, they're going to come in and say I wasn't cooperating. cooperating. Because yeah. I just gift-wrapped a defense. And if I'm not cooperating now, I've admitted my guilt, and I'm subject to one heck of a sentence. Wait a minute. So I'm not cooperating because the government is, is telling me to lie? And and that, at least that's what he's saying because the government, in his notes. Because the government would be coming back saying, 
We didn't tell him to That's lie. Not he, he's not. He's he's lying there when he says we're trying to to influence him. Here's the what it all comes down to. Is my point. My point is that all needs to be disclosed. That's yeah. the issue. The issue is they can argue back and forth. The jury should be listening to that. Don't forget, you got to find one juror that says, uh, it's not beyond a reasonable doubt." I think I th- I think Denise and I were talking. This case goes to trial. Lori Laughlin wins, or it's or it's a hung jury. Well, and, yeah. And and here is <laughs> here is so, so the question is, well, then why did Laughlin settle? Okay. Why does she yep. settle? Why did the government settle if they think they have a strong case? Exactly. Why do they settle? Tell them. And I think it goes back to the example I gave just before we went into the break. If I ask you to walk across a beam that's five inches wide, and if you fall, you only fall six inches. You can do it, no problem. Right. If I ask you to walk across that same width beam, but you're a thousand feet in the air, you're probably not going to be able to make it across because exactly the right. penalty for failure is catastrophic. Right. And, and so just and so so as a defendant and as a prosecutor, let's face it, the government sunk a lot of money into this investigation, a lot of notoriety. How many? I mean, the news cycle covered it when it when people were first being arrested and they continue to cover it. So if it goes to trial and Laughlin wins, the government has major egg on their face. And now you have to ask yourself, why did we take pleas in other cases where maybe there was a defense and they shouldn't have pled, Cal? Or do you think the government might have said, because we know this never happens, well, you know, if you don't accept this deal, we've got something else over here we might bring to light on you and put yet a more negative spotlight on you and your family. Well, they did that already. Yeah. They did because they started with two um, two accounts against them, and then when they didn't plead like the other parents, like Felicity Huffman and the more. other ones, right. they added two, three more. So they already did that strong-arm tactic. There may be unrelated things, tax problems, no, who knows yeah, what. Yeah, I'm going to tell you another mm-hmm. issue is, don't forget, Lori Laughlin's only got so much money. Yeah. They're wealthy, but these lawyers are costing a lot of money. So they're going to say to themselves, they're, they're going to go bankrupt. And apparently her husband has some architecture. He's an architect. He's got some projects he's, he's got to get He's a fashion designer. It's, it, uh, I don't know. He's, uh, right? he, he apparently wants to explore architecture projects. Oh. Uh, but, TMZ mentioned, but, so I don't know. But my thing on it is this. So the government has incentive to settle because if they get a not guilty verdict, it just the can of worms that gets opened up is ridiculous, and they realize they have some holes. Okay. Now, the Laughlins have incentive to settle because, look, you can think you got a defense all you want, and at the end of the day, even though it takes only one juror to hang the jury, and by the way, they could retry the case if that occurred, there's also the possibility that the juries could come back unanimously and say, no, you're guilty. As you metaphorically because, said. And you got 40 yeah. years. Because what yeah. if what yeah. if you get a jury full of people that just are sick and tired of rich people getting over on yeah. the poor right. people and stuff? Do you want to go on the ice, they're saying? Do you want to go on the ice? Okay, so let's go. Here we go. You, right. could, you right. could roll right. the dice and get 40 years, or you could plead... Get a couple months. And get a couple months. What are you going to do? And they're looking at it, well, if I plead, I get a couple months, and I'm already wealthy. Let's just do that, and I'll try to rehab my career. Robert Downey Jr. was in jail, and now he's the highest-paid actor in Hollywood. It can happen. Lori Laughlin has gotten more press out of this than I've ever seen, and I forgot about her, by the way. So, And the other thing is, we don't have time. We're going to go to something else next hour uh, when you join us, but there's a lot of other people that have pled are trying to get out because of COVID-19. We'll talk more next hour. Join us, Hour 2, Radio Law Talk. Join us live at radiolawtalk.com. You can click on the live button. If your favorite radio station turns off Radio Law Talk now, you don't have to turn us off. You can join us at radiolawtalk.com, and we hope you do.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.